Hey everyone, welcome back to Playlist with People. This is your host, Ruben, as always. Today I'm here with a fantastic comedian, fantastic writer. Uh, I'm talking to Sam Talent today. Ruben, glad to be here, man. Glad uh, to I love it. I didn't notice that tapestry to your right. Is that uh, a diagram of walnuts? It's a diagram of walnuts, yeah. Damn, you really took on that Southwest aesthetic right away. Good. This is all my girlfriend's doing, man. <laughs> yeah, right. You got a hoodie on. You came from New- from Miami, and now you have a hoodie on. I have some hoodies now that I can actually use. Yeah. Good for you. Are you a uh, Are you an ample-bodied man like I am? Dude, I am. Yeah, I'm, an, I'm quite right. ample. Yeah, <laughs> supple. Respect, if you will. dude. Yeah. I hate being uh, like I was in uh, Key West. You know, like trying not to look like a fat pig, and it's really hard. It's really hard down there. There's no way to not, yeah. It's funny, too, when you're younger. I was the kind of kid that would, like, go to the beach and go to the pool, like, with my shirt on. And you don't yeah. realize how much fatter that makes you look. Yeah, dude. That's rough. You look like a baklava. It's a bad yeah. move. <laughs> you look all wrapped up. Everyone's like, look at that fat guy with a shirt on. Yeah, and, like, uh, they can see every crevice, you know? You're not afforded any, like, uh, any shade or anything. It's just, ugh. It's not, it's, yeah, if you're a little fat kid listening to this, just dump them out, dude. People will respect you more. People love a fat kid at a pool party. Yeah, dude, my ba- my dad's best friend was uh, this big Peruvian guy. He was probably like over well over 400 pounds, 500 pounds. But he would just be throwing pool parties. He'd have his shirt off and the confidence, and everyone just loved him. And I was like, that's what I need to do, just have that big like Hawaiian guy energy. You know, you have to be the big, lovable fat guy with no Brother, shirt on. I, I admire the Pacific Islanders. I admire Samoans. I really – if I could if – switch to one race i would definitely go flying hawaiian man and also here's the thing if you're a fat guy with your shirt off at the pool you might not get laid but if you have your shirt on at the pool you're not getting laid 100 percent. unless you have a slipknot shirt on then then, <laughs> then the cool yeah, girl at school might notice if you're, you. swim, if you're swimming in a shine down tee <laughs> yeah. you're gonna pull some strange <laughs> crossfade yeah <laughs> uh yeah, man. But uh, hey, dude, you just wrote like a super awesome book and uh, running the light, which uh, congrats on that, man. You've been getting a lot of love for that. Thanks, man. Hell yeah. Uh, you can buy it at samtalent.com. T-A-L-L-E-N-T. It's definitely yeah. the best thing I've ever done. Dude, yeah. I was reading it. And it was I thought it was very good. And, you know, but I, what do I know? I'm not a writer. So but you've been getting all this other confirmation from all these other people. So I'm like, OK, it is a really good book. I, I was I was correct about my readings. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Yeah, a lot of people who hit me up and they're like, hey, man, look, I've never read a book before, but this is my favorite book. And I'm like, okay, I think that's good. (laughs) It was like Harry Potter and then Sam Talent running the light. It was my... (laughs) Yeah, dude. I think think that's a a pretty big list for a lot of people now. Yeah, dude. Good job, though, man. It's really, really good. Um, Yeah, man. You bought it on on May 10th, I think. I look back. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. You You got the Venmo. You were an early adopter. You put a little lovely little light in here and a little, little note, I mean, and everything. And uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. But you were recently, like, you were hanging out with Stan Hope recently, man. He's like got your back on this book big time. He's trying to get it out there. That's cool to see. And, you know, you were on the Burt Kreischer podcast with Doug Stan Hope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It was, uh, yeah, Stan Hope. I mean, Mishka Shubali was an early champion who I think he owns a house where you live, right? I think so. I, I've, I've heard the tales of Mishka. And it's funny, like, I've, I've heard of him all around, but I've never actually met him. Um, I do have him on like yeah. social media, but I've heard of him. Yeah, he acts that way. He's kind of a ghost on the highway. But uh, yeah, he he told me to send a book to Stanhope, and I did. And Stanhope fucking loved it, and he went all in on it. And uh, yeah, dude, Kreischer, I think it's for sure the only book Kreischer's ever read. And I'm just <laughs> uh, super grateful for all the love I've been shown by comedy and comedians. 
Yeah, man. There was a point in that podcast on Burt Kreischer when it was just like you and Kreischer talking and the way Stanhope was looking at you, like he had a big old smile on his face, like he was his big brother who just like scored the winning touchdown. He's yeah, just so dude. clearly proud of you. It's so cool to see. It's so funny how he's supposed to be like uh, so myth and misanthropic. But then you like, he invited me down to his home and he couldn't be more generous and hospitable, you know, like he never will have children, but I think he is looking at me with some amount of paternal pride. And after admiring him for so long, dude, like it really gets me fucking hard knowing that he's behind me. Dude, yeah, to have like one of the great American standups in your corner, like that's got to be super validating for you. Yeah, dude, I rolled into his house as him being a fan of mine. And it's like, none of this makes sense. Like, yeah. uh, you know, you're one of the top dudes to ever do it. I've opened for him three times and he didn't remember one of them. Which <laughs> I was happy to hear that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. There's, though, uh, there's some men working on my home and they said they were leaving at three, but I see him over here assessing some siding and I'm nervous he's going to start making noise. If he does, I'll shake a can of screws at him and scare him off. Yeah, dude, he could be on the podcast if he wants. He could have a couple picks. No, no, no. You don't want this guy on the podcast, yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> Undesirables. I've heard him outside. <laughs> <laughs> there are some people painting my building, that, and, like, they just, like, will hop over the fence and just, like, get to work, and i just like, oh, shit. And the other, like day, he, like, the other day he was asking me, like, if he needed me to clean up the mess, and I was like, no, I, I got it. We were, like, talking over the fence, like a, a home improvement situation. Exactly, man. You were Wilson for once. Yeah, I was the Wilson for once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude. It's always good to be Wilson once in your life. I love it. Yeah, I man. Nobody wants to be a. Nobody wants to be a Tim. No, dude. I want to be a. I want to be JTT on that show. Dude, yes. Imagine all the weird pussy he got that no one will be able to know about because it's probably a crime. True. Yeah. Exactly. He was thirteen, banging like you know thirty-five-year-old babes. Pretty sick life. He must have been, dude. There was girls with like his face plastered on their walls. It looked like <laughs> if that was the and opposite. There's no way that their moms weren't also like, ah, who's this young man? You know, they get the electric toothbrush out and make a memory. Yeah. <laughs> the old uh, facial cleanser. That's right. <laughs> Lower back massager. My mom had one hidden. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it dude. awesome. It was gross. She was jerking off with it, Ruben. That's it fucking, awesome. hey, man, hey, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool that your mom is adventurous with her body. <laughs> all right. All right. My I mom was a, my mom was a prude Christian woman. So she never, uh, brutal. She never cut loose. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that some of your picks on this too, were like, uh, some of these songs you chose were kind of like very, uh, did your parents listen to cool music growing up? Oh yeah, dude. My dad was like a super hipster. He knew all the cool shit. And, like, my mom was into Motown and Patsy Cline and, like, funk music. So between my dad, like, exposing me to, like, Sex Pistols and Clash and Zappa at a very young age. And then my mom, like, uh, putting on the numbers band while she cleaned the house. Like, I was very lucky to have uh, their influences on me. That's awesome, man. Yeah, my parents listened to pretty – my dad was in jail for 10 years. And, <laughs> and then my mom was just, like, he found God in, in, in jail. Yeah. And then like, you know, like, but it was just like going to church as a young kid. Like uh, I grew up like in that whole lifestyle. So my mom would listen to like Smoky Mountain Gospel while we're driving. That or Michael Jackson. Like she also loved Michael Jackson a lot for some reason. I mean, those are fine, dude. I mean, gospel music, I didn't realize how rocking it is. But when they get that like four on the floor, just that thump with the kick drum, it's really great. It's fast too. I dig gospel. Yeah, we had some like old, uh, it was cool. We had, I went to like some real like Southern Baptist type of churches and then we had like some of those like acapella groups that would come through just before guys and they would like sing some old Smoky Mountain hymns. And I'm like, this is, as I'm older, I appreciate it more. I'm like, this is pretty cool. 
Yeah, dude, that Oh Brother Where Art Thou music is very moving. And yeah. it hits me in a place that I didn't know existed because I don't have any spirituality in my life. I was raised like a godless heathen. But boy, howdy, you get O Death playing and I'm on the ground handling snakes. Dude, yeah, we had a piano player at my church growing up that looked like Abraham Lincoln, like spot on. His name was Leroy and he would, he'd get, he'd get you. You got to have Leroy on your team, man. Where's Leroy now? You ever hit him up? I'm sure he's passed away. <laughs> he's, uh, he's pretty old. If he's alive, he definitely is Abraham Lincoln. And he's drinking he's in a better place, man. He's yeah. probably in heaven, actually. He's with the Lord now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're singing Smoky Mountain hymns together. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to those churches where they'd be like, turn to page 232, and then there'd be like an old lady playing, and you'd, you'd all sing along. Creepy yeah, my voice. grandma was an old Mexican lady, so I'd have to go to like uh, certain masses with her, Catholic mass. There's no swing in a Catholic mass, man. There's no, no one's playing piano. No one's allowed to look like Abraham Lincoln. It sucks. And they're singing the whole time, which is weird. So it's like they should have more soul and spirit in there, you know? I mean, they're, they're singing, but uh, no one's clapping. No one's clapping. No one's stomping their feet. Just stomping some cheeks, if anything. Come on, Ruben. We're talking about God. We're talking about God's house. <laughs> Sorry, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pray later. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, this is, uh, so your book, Running the Light, is all about, like, a, a weathered road dog comic who's, like, he's, he's on the road. You've been on the road quite a bit, man, so I figured, you know, today we would make a playlist kind of, like, that kind of music, just, like, if you're, if you're driving on the road, a long stretch of, of road ahead of you, you're traveling on an airplane, whatever the case might be. Yeah. Like, just, just some good songs that you like to drive or travel to, man. And, uh, yeah, I was listening to your songs all day, uh, but we'll, we'll get into it in a little bit here. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else you've been like watching or reading uh, lately that you want people to check out or, or shout out to? Uh, listen to my podcast, Shelby Behemoth. It's very good. Um, it's very good. <laughs> but no, nah, man, I've been watching uh, Nurse. I've been watching Ratched with my wife about Nurse Ratched from uh, Cuckoo's Nest, and that's been. Uh, have you seen this program? Uh, it's a, with the lady from American Horror Story. I haven't watched it yet. It's very horny but violent. And uh, the parts of the show that are making my wife horny horrify me, knowing that she has that part of her sexuality. <laughs> like, she tried to make a move on me last night, like, during an episode where uh, a couple of kids were molested during a puppet show. And I was like, you need to go in the other room. You need to go take a shower. I don't know who you are. It was very upsetting. That's kind of weird, yeah, when you find out, like, a weird, like, what makes her nipples hard. You're like, this is, yeah. this is really getting you? This part. I don't want to be judgmental. Like, I'm glad she's letting her freak flag uh, fly freely near yeah. me. But also, like, I'm not going to get hard after hearing about incest. Exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. I agree, man. I'm glad yeah. you agree. Yeah, that's that's something uh, for sure. That's something that's cool about you too, man, is like, you very openly love your wife. I think that's pretty, it's a pretty cool thing. I love her dearly, dude. She's the best thing that ever happened to me. I don't like these guys who are like, oh, yeah, they go ball and chain, you know? It's like, I know. Oh. You, you would be dead and alone if it weren't for your wife, you freaks, you know? 100%. But yeah, my wife rules. It's awesome, man. Yeah, I think Ben Roy has that really funny joke about, like, he's like, I love my wife. You know why? Because she's, she's, he's like, she's basically saying she's not, she's not a piece of shit. Like, yeah, Just be with a cool dude. person that you enjoy. Yeah, Ben Roy rules. He's so good. Yeah, man, he is. I, um, I think he's that horny, of, too. He's one of those horny men. He is. Publicly you know, horny. Publicly. He, look, look at his figure, though. He's got testosterone just flowing through his veins. He's wrestling. Yeah, other man, but like when, when I started doing stand-up, he was like a big fat pig. Was he? Yeah, he was like a booze hound, like pill popping pig from Maine. And he was just like blackout drunk all the time. And uh, I was like, this guy rules. And now he like <laughs> has his 
has his life together and he does jujitsu and like eats clean. He still rules, but uh, those times where he says that he was like most ashamed of, I was like, dude, we had some really good talk. I admired you back then. I still do, but uh, it was for different reasons, you know. I think I only know of Ben Roy from the, from his uh, when he got his shit together, I guess, physically. Yeah, I mean, he's buff and he's tough and he's uh, reading books and being a great dad. Like, he's he's a very admirable man, but I prefer, like, blacked out on Clonopin and rum <laughs> Ben Roy. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you know that part of him, though. And that, like, he the potential's always there. You're like, he can come yeah, back one I'm day. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't like me bringing it up, either. But uh, every now and then, I'll be like, hey, Ben, you want to take a shot? And he's like, ah, don't wrestle me to the ground. It's great. He'll <laughs> put you in a, what is it, a... Uh, crossbar or whatever i don't even i don't know what you call these moves he put me in an armoire an armoire yeah <laughs> it's like Where a relaxing chair <laughs> <laughs> that's a troy baxley joke uh put him in an armoire anyway baxley's all over my book dude he's a do you know him i don't know him no yeah he's one of the dudes that like ben roy like came into comedy admiring and really like the funniest guy in denver but just kind of lost the battle to booze and uh it's really sad, but there's a couple stories in my book that are like directly ripped from uh, ripped from Troy Baxley. Damn, I'll have to do some Troy Baxley homework then. Check him out. Yeah, he's super funny, dude. But also, like, it's sad to see. There's yeah. you know, there's just people in comedy who uh, who you admire and you grow up wanting to have their career, and then you see them like ten years after you start, and it's like, damn, dude, how many gas stations are you gonna hit your head at before you get sober? Yeah, it becomes like a more of a uh, cautionary tale, I guess you would call it, like where it's like, okay, I said it's not what I want to be. I want to be, you know, something else. I've only been yeah. doing comedy a, f- a couple, few years now, maybe like two or three years. So, um, but yeah, man, I look forward to like, uh, you know, more and more. I really yeah, admire I, you uh, having your heroes die in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> it's great, dude. <laughs> Prince is already gone. He was the only one. Oh man, what a goat! Fucking love Prince. I know. I found out yesterday that he's an incredible, like a really incredible guitar player. Some me and some other guy were like talking about. He's like, who you know, the greatest guitar player ever is. And I was like, I don't, I, I don't know much about guitar. He's like Prince. And I was like, okay, I don't. I never heard that theory. But okay, Ruben, are you serious? Someone said Prince. I, I, I'm serious. I'm telling you. You didn't know Prince wailed on guitar. Did not know this. What do you think he played? The tambourine. I thought he played his voice. I thought he just danced, and he was a wow. he's an icon. Nah, dude, he fucking ripped. Yeah, probably top five guitar players of all time, Prince. And I saw a video, and now I'm, yeah, I'm super on board, and I want to watch more of it. He fucking shreds. Yeah, I thought you were fucking with me for a second, but no. No, no. This is not a bit. I did not know that Prince. Okay, well, it's okay. It's okay not to know things and then to yeah. know them. I won't, exactly. uh, I won't shit on you. I used yeah. to do that, but not anymore. Now I'm all for it. You're the evolved, you're the evolved talent. Well, yeah, because people would, uh, I, would, I wouldn't know stuff and people would make fun of me. And I'm like, damn, dude, like you could have just told me more about this. And I, I would have been empowered. But instead, now I'll never mention anything around you out of fear of getting bullied. So I don't yeah, want to be that guy. Yeah, and I used to be the guy that would pretend to know. I definitely used to be that guy that would be like, oh, dude, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. Love their first album. And I don't know anything about the group, you know? Yeah, the, the, I would always, they'd always hit me with like, uh, I'd like pretend to know a band. And people would be like, what's your favorite album? I'd always say, oh, you know, I just, uh, I used to download all their songs from LimeWire or Kazaa. So uh, I don't know any of the names of their albums, you know? That's completely lying. But you put them on and I'll recognize it. Yeah, I'll sing <laughs> yeah. along. I'll sing along here. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I was definitely that guy. LimeWire is a good out, I guess, for that. But well, it's I, easy, man. Yeah. 
yeah, I love when you used to download things off like LimeWire and you'd have a full album and then there'd be like the one song that was like really distorted audio or like demo version randomly on your iPod. Yeah. <laughs> or like I would download what I thought was an Aquabats album and it would be Leftover Crack and I'd be like, damn, Aquabats <laughs> are the hardest band ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys wear costumes? <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, a children's show? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yo, they toured with Bucko Nine. Who went first? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, I love that good old like Fury of the Aquabats, like when Travis Barker was in the band era. Dude, Fury of Rules, still one of my top albums ever. I love that album. Absolutely, dude. It, and as a drummer too, I'd put that shit on and wail, dude. You used to play the drums. I still play the drums. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, dude. But uh, yeah, Travis Barker, very very technically proficient. He is, man. I, I have a little Aquabats tattoo, actually. When people ask me like about it, I'm just like, oh, it's the band Travis Parker used to be in. Yeah, and they're like, like, oh, I love Blink-182. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Blink-182 is a strange band, man. I've talked about them a few times on this podcast. Like, the way they are now, it's just, it's completely different than the Blink that I grew up with. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard to wrap my head around. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, but like, I listened to Dude Ranch on a road trip like two weeks ago, and it still slaps. It's the so old good. shit. Yeah, the old shit's amazing. I'd say up until like self-titled is when I kind of stopped. Neighborhoods is okay. So I only know Dude Ranch and then the one with the nurse on the front of it. Oh, yeah. Enema of the State. That was like the Oh, yeah. And then Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. I didn't know that was a joke. I didn't know that was a pun (laughs) until like a year ago, dude. Damn. See? See? You you could have pretended. You could have laughed. Are you going to file on? Are you going to hit me with Prince guitar right now or no? I had Prince guitar. You have the take off your pants and jackets. So we're one for one. So you can't hold All right, it. cool. All right. Well, we can both be equally stupid really? publicly. <laughs> so I, was, yeah, I, t- I took a while to realize the take off your pants and jacket, though. I did. I was like, oh, it took me. But it didn't take me as long as, I guess, you. And also, like, that's hilarious. That's such a great joke. I, it is. What an idiot. <laughs> I love so uh, It's all right, man. You know. Thank you. Good. Thank you for absolving me of my, my mind sin. You're absolved. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, let's uh let's jump into this podcast, Sam. Let's let's make, let's get it going. Um, yeah. So we're each gonna choose. I would say let's choose like six or seven songs. Um, you can start it off, and you can just let me know what the first song you wanna throw on is gonna be. Okay. So should I start with like the most quintessential Road Dog song, or should I like get to that, and that can be my ultimate arrival? What do you think? Mm. I think uh, more like if you if this was your road trip or this was your tour and you you know what what would what would you get in the car you get your you get your big gulps from Seven Eleven you know, you put on that first song what would that be? Man, all right. So if I'm this is, if this is the first song, uh, I am going to be cranking Atlantic City by the band. Sweet. Yes, the uh, the band cover of of uh, Springsteen's Atlantic City really puts me in a. Uh, in a mood where anything's possible and I'm like pining for a time that I wasn't even a part of, you know, and yeah. like, I don't like sentimentality. I don't experience sentimentality as like a positive. I feel it as like a loss or I'm missing something, but this song makes me feel like I can literally do anything the same way that like uh, very effective trap music makes me want to like grab someone and jump down the stairs and end both of our lives. <laughs> Atlantic City meant once it makes me want to like pick flowers from a churchyard and hand them out to old women. Is that if that makes sense? I can get behind that. I see what you yeah. mean. Yeah, it puts you in a place. It puts you in a mood. And I didn't like I so like as a hardcore kid and like a noise enthusiast growing up, it was it's very hard for me to uh, 
come to terms with the fact that I like that song so much and that it literally can make me weep. If that song comes on after 9.30, <laughs> I'm done. It's bedtime. I need, to, I need to call my mom and just tell her I'm sorry for a lot of things. <laughs> so Atlantic City by the band. I also banged LaVon Helm's daughter once in New York, and that was pretty sick. You did? You did? That's incredible. I did. I didn't know it was her. I didn't know that it was LaVon Helm's daughter, but it was in LaVon Helm's house. Uh, while my, I used to live in Ithaca, New York, and my band played in like Trumansburg. And this lady was like, you want to go back to my house and like smoke weed? And I was like, yes. So we drove up to, uh, I think it's called like the Pink House or something where LaVon Helm lived. And uh, yeah, we made, we made Furious Love. And by Furious Love, I mean, she was like 20 years older than me. And I think I came real quick. <laughs> That's why you cry after 9.30 is because you feel bad for LeVon. You know, you don't, you don't oh, yeah, to, for sure. You want to do him like that. Are you that. hearing this? Are you hearing them remove siding from my home right now? I'm hearing it, but you know what, man? It's all right. I my, hate it. My 10 listeners won't be too upset. They'll be... <laughs> listeners, I apologize. Sam is, uh, yeah. We've, we've caught him in a rare moment of unprofessionalism. Yeah, no, I'm man, sincere, no, I don't care about sincere that my apology. My dogs will bark at some point in this podcast, so it's all good. Hey, cool. I fed my dog some Zans, so he's done. He's slumped. <laughs> You're like, hang out for the next hour back here. <laughs> also, with this, these songs I selected, my rule for this, because like if I was alone in a car, yeah. I'd probably be on podcasts, or I'd be playing a lot of like Wolf Eyes, Pink and Brown, Lightning Bolt, like very aggressive music that no one else wants to hear. So with these songs, I have taken into account the fact that I probably have a feature with me mm -hmm. and I don't want to play music that they wouldn't enjoy. So these are kind of like, these, these are more of a poppy universal appeal. Like crowd songs. pleaser like, type of picks in a way. Like, exactly. Like songs I don't have to, to apologize for. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Atlantic City, the band, first song, let's go. Hey, do you want to get a lobster roll? I'm buying. Let's go eat this in a park while the sun goes down. We can smell the salt in the sea. And then we'll go do our show at this terrible brewery in Providence, Rhode Island. Do you sound like the best person to feature for with that? Oh, I am, for sure. Crab rolls? I gas, I buy dinner. I'm a good guy. <laughs> and also your features, you, you know, be with features that maybe you can, you can show some music to or that they appreciate the music. Yeah, I like features that uh, will let me be not, I don't have to be on in front of them the whole time. Oh, man, uh, me too. I, I, I don't, I really did like, there's some comedians that like, I, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm only like a couple years in, so. Like a lot of people at open mics, you'll see that they're just like, just trying to do bits the whole time. And I'm just like, who are you? Can I, can I know about you? Where'd you grow up? Tell yeah. me about you, you know? Do you have a personality? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I do. It's comedy. Yeah. Pull back the veneer, man. Let me, let me see your teeth. Yeah, dude. All right, man. So that's a good first pick. Um, for my first pick, I'm actually going to go with a cover too. I was going to pick, I was going to pick John Denver country road. Um, but you know what? In, in the, Spirit of authenticity, like we were talking about. I don't really listen to John Denver. Who do sure. I think I am? So I'm actually going to go with a different song, which is Country Road, but it's by Toots and the Maytall. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Awesome. Shout out to Brian Ziola, who was on episode, I think, 15 of the podcast. He did a ska episode. Yeah. Uh, he, he chose this song and, and kind of put me onto it. And I was like, dude, I like this version a lot more. It's actually. great. I know that version very much. I also like the... Uh the punk goes country cover version that's done by i think me first in the gimme gimmies i haven't heard that it's pretty solid brian ziola wears gloves all the time and it makes me nervous <laughs> does he yeah i that's... like brian but take the gloves off man i haven't seen him with the gloves i thought i'm performing some comedy and he didn't have any... i think he was took him off for that he's very funny he is very funny yeah 
Cool, man. So yeah, nothing, nothing much to say about that. Uh, Toots just died recently from this band, uh, R.I.P. Toots. But this song, uh, Country Road, is awesome. And I love the, that he, instead of saying West Virginia, they changed it to West Jamaica, which is really yeah. neat. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, that song uh, is very good. And also, I think it's a good introduction to people who might not be familiar with OG, legitimate ska, uh, the island version, you know? Like the rock so, steady yeah. kind of more, uh, yeah, roots, reggae almost like ska. Yeah, Sub, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, if all you know is uh, MU three thirty, then I was trying I mean, to tell even, you. even MU three thirty. If someone knows that, I'm like, all right, you know a bit about ska. <laughs> someone that maybe knows like Streetlight Manifesto only. Yeah, there's a lot of those. <laughs> Man, I'm glad I can pull that up because I was going deep in the in the Rolodex for that one. <laughs> it's funny because on the Sky episode with Brian, I, my first pick was MU three thirty. <laughs> that was one of my first like sky albums that i had that's funny yeah it's a good one man it is man dan podcast they're solid yeah all right cool man go ahead with your uh what's your second song for the playlist okay so second song probably okay let's see i'm not pining yet i'm not pining for a loved one yet so i think that uh right now i mean in my old days this one I used to smoke a lot of weed. You're still smoking weed. You're over there doping. I'm a little right? bit, a little bit. I used to smoke a lot of weed as well, but I've, I'm, I'm the old man smoker now where it's just me and my little pen. I love it, dude. I envy you. How old are you? 32. Okay. I'm 33. This I just turned 33 and I smoked weed every day from like 13 till about 31. And I started having massive panic attacks and heart palpitations. So uh, I miss weed, but it was a definitive part of my personality. And especially my first years, first like 10, 12 years on the road, I was blasting weed all the time, constantly afraid. I was, you know, in Oklahoma with like a half ounce of weed, worried I was going to go to prison for 20 years. So I got to go with, and this is a bit of a back-to-back, but Sabbath, Black Sabbath, Sweet Leaf. Yeah. You're lighting it up. You're rolling it up. All right. You got the windows up still. You're not letting any smoke out. The feature wants to impress you, so he's smoking more weed than he wants to. <laughs> All right. There's a bit of peer pressure being exerted. We've got like this, you know, we've got like four hours left on this trip. We're going from Tulsa to Oklahoma City. Let's get stoned. And then once you're nice and stoned, Sweet Leaf is over. Then War Pigs. You turn it over to War Pigs. Fuck yeah. You got that wow, 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 wow. Drums are coming in. Wow, 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 wow. And that makes me think of driving over rolling hills in the desert man driving like from uh from las cruces to fucking el paso dude just coming up and over like that nice uh that nice atmospheric kind of mist slash smoke yes. on the horizon dude yes yes Evil indeed. minds of plot destruction yeah dude <laughs> big deal very big deal hell yeah also I like you went sweet leaf into war pigs that's nice um, and, yeah, I mean, because you got to get Sweet Leafs to kind of set the table. Right. And then War Pigs is dinner. And also War Pigs is much longer, too. I agree so with that. So you can kind of sit there and be stoned in War Pigs while you're fighting the oncoming panic attack. It's really good yeah. to have that. I try to pretend like you're not having one is the worst thing to do. Yeah, dude, your legs are rocking way too hard. You're yeah. playing thigh drums. Yeah, it's, it's a nightmare. Dude, I, so I have a theory. So same thing happened to me. I'd smoke a bunch of weed with my friends. We used to live in this house where we would just smoke weed all day um but yeah as, as i got older i got a little more anxious every time i would smoke and i think what it is and i think and i started to kind of do this is like when you first start smoking weed with your buddies 
All you guys can talk about is just how high you are, right? I'm so high, dude. I'm so fucking high. And I think as you get older, you're just the cool guy. And you're like, oh, this weed doesn't phase me. And you pretend like you've got it all under control when really you're freaking out. And I think a lot of times, uh, sometimes I'll just like, if I feel like I'm acting weird or getting anxious, I'll just let people know. I'll be like, hey, I'm pretty high right now. Just FYI, heads up. Yeah, no, I, uh, I was always very good. Because also, if you tell people that you're super stoned, they're like, oh, yeah, it's because my weed's the best. So it's like a compliment to them, you right, know? Exactly. So I never hid from the fact that I was like, belligerently stoned but uh i mean just it's really hard to be like man i'm so stoned i need to go to the hospital like that's not a fun conversation to have with anyone it's not my uh my brother uh he like got real high for one of his first times and we were at like some like buffet (laughs) and like i guess just overstimulation he freaked out and we had to like go to the car and he's all like just promise me if anything you'll call the ambulance and it was really freaky to be like be high but have to like take care of him while he was oh yeah really fucking it sucks yeah that's no fun and also back in the day getting stoned and going to a cc's pizza buffet i planned my day around that like that yeah. was the highlight of the week a hundred percent yeah I, we used to have one called belantes which was like <laughs> a makeshift cc's by our house and it got shut down due to health reasons but good call that's the one you want to go to dude if, if your buffet got shut down by the man you were getting your money's worth absolutely dude for some reason at a pizza buffet i really like a root beer that's just i don't know what that is there's Anyone no rules else is there? no rules there's no goddamn rules you can have a root beer then you can switch to a dr pepper i mean yeah do whatever the fuck you want man live it up i never drink root beer but yeah at a pizza buffet it's going down yeah, because you don't want too much. Uh, you don't want you don't want too many bubbles. Root beer typically doesn't have too many bubbles, it so you can like right. pound, and you don't get any kind of gas from all the pizza you've ingested. Absolutely, dude. There's another pizza buffet. Like, we're gonna have pizza buffets now. Uh, there's another pizza buffet I went to for a while where like whatever flavor you like, you can just be like, I just want to eat a lot of that one, and they would make yeah. you you your own and bring it out, and that's a that's yeah, a dude. player's move. Yeah, dude. I mean, the Pizza Hut lunch buffet in my hometown. Oh, my God. I wanted that. I wanted barbecue chicken thin crust pizza. And when I came in at 13 years old, the chef would give me a tip of the hat. You know, Mr. Talent will have seven thin crusts ready to go for you. Thank you, <laughs> Emilio. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a big deal, dude. Them knowing your pizza at the lunch buffet, you're going to an early grave. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're in, dude. Yeah. Sabbath is one of those bands that I didn't really fully understand until I started smoking. Like when I was younger, I couldn't appreciate them a lot. And then I started getting high and I was just like, yeah, it, it, kind of like you said, it kind of takes you to a place. I felt like I was in, in the seventies. Like yeah. Their, their music is just so right there. And it's so like, it's, it's awesome. Well, also I think, I don't know, you sound like me as far as our musical interests, but uh, there was a long time where I couldn't admit that I like black Sabbath because that was for like my uncle. <laughs> you know so yeah. i had to be into like uh i had to be into like super heavy i had to be into fucking uh electric wizard you know i had to yeah. go heavier than my uncle so i couldn't admit that sabbath rocked because i had to listen to sleep and sun O as loud <laughs> as possible instead just to prove a point yeah yeah i get it i get it you just yeah younger cooler hipper louder and faster right than your uncle always but then my dad, I would be listening to like Weezer or Green Day, and he's like, if you like this, you'll love the Buzzcocks. And I was like, fuck, all right, dad, you win again. 
Yeah, dude. Prove that uncle wrong every time. So cool, man. So yeah, two two Sabbath songs. We'll throw them on the playlist back to back right there. So Sweet Leaf into War Pigs. Uh, like you said, you're driving along with your buddy. You're getting stoned. You guys are, you know, you're you're just cruising over some hills. You're, you're really... And also, you just had Toots and the Maytals. So maybe you got stoned during Toots, and then you're riding that wave into Sweet Leaf, which is a nice little bridge between the two, and then yeah. you finish up with War Pigs. I like where we're going right here. I love this playlist so far. I think that uh, maybe Toots is when you're rolling up the weed, you know? For sure, yes. That's when you finally have slipped it out of your rectum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the Past the border. Just, uh, yeah, exactly. The feature just broke it up and spilled it all over his thigh. Fucking and now you're move. scraping weed out of his corduroy shorts onto the driving atlas. That's where we're at. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Dude, some corduroys would be the worst pants to roll weed in. Like, <laughs> all the crevices. Oh, bad news, dude. They're all seams. I know. All right. Yeah, so, the, yeah, so, so, so we're, we're rightfully stoned right now. Listen to some Sabbath. Sure. I think the next song I'm going to roll into, I'm going to change up the vibe a little bit, but it's still going to be right there. Um, going with How You Living from AZ featuring Nas. Okay, try and hit me to this. All right, yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's basically a it's basically a friendship song about living in the hood, and it's like how you living on your block. Mine is hot, but the beat on this song, it's so like it's just so road trippy. It's so Az has like really smooth beats and really. I I wish I was I I haven't played music on this podcast yet, but uh, I I I heard not to, but I want yeah. To don't do that. Don't do I heard, that. I heard to but, not do uh, that. You make this playlist, and then I'll I'll have to uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get to the it, bottom of it myself. I'll send it your way, dude. Az yeah. Az is an artist, and he's like best friends with Nas, but they always make good songs together. This beat in particular, uh, it's gonna be like that sunset. You guys are high. It's the sunset. You're rolling over the hills. It's getting a little later in the day. This song okay. is gonna just like carry you on your trip. It's really nice. Um, he's Az has another song. Uh, if you're into this vibe and you want to keep the Az the hip hop kind of going. Uh, another song he has is called um, which one? Rather unique. Rather unique is also. I was going to pick that one too, um, but I'm going to just go with how you live and. Okay. You're going to love it. I wish I could uh, contribute to this conversation. I have major blind spots unless it's like 17 year olds uh, making rap music in a closet in Chicago. I'm very much not up on uh, on a lot of rap. You know what I mean? That's cool, man. Yeah, I, I get you. Yeah. There's a lot of things I grew into and like I think kind of like what you're saying as far as like you grew up as a hardcore kid I think I kind of did too like punk and hardcore but like you notice that your music is kind of as you get to your 30s you kind of get to like a nice golden age where you where you're open to listening to everything and a lot of your picks on here are kind of like classic songs and they're more things like you said your uncle would be into but it's fun to open yourself fully up and be like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna get into some stuff that I wasn't into or wouldn't let myself get into. This was, yeah, like I said, it was totally all about not scaring the passenger in the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This one's, uh, yeah, AZ versus, AZ and Nas is, I said versus, like they're fighting. AZ and Nas <laughs> is, a, is a good song. I'm sure there's a bunch of people listening right now saying, all right, good call, Ruben. Sam Talent, you sound a thousand years old right now. And uh, to them, I'm sorry, okay? I've let you down. And to those of you saying that, uh, shut the fuck up. And I didn't know Prince played guitar, so how about that? <laughs> Thank you, dude. Thank you for not dragging me. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> All right, you're up next with your song. Okay, I think that uh, we've just had that song, which I'm sure is, uh, is excellent. And we're still a little bit stoned, but uh, I think at this point we're about a half hour, maybe an hour into the road trip. And... Uh, you know, 
we're kind of realizing that we're going to be gone for four days. And uh, we, we got that first text from our girlfriend or boyfriend saying, hey, how is it? You know, you're kind of you're kind of missing them a little bit. So at this point, you need to remind yourself that you're doing something very cool. And that's when you turn on Golden Earring Radar Love. All right. Nothing. If Radar Love comes on the stereo, if I'm listening to AM radio for some reason and that comes on, I'm lighting four cigarettes and I'm driving as fast as the town car can go. <laughs> it's it. Nothing moves me in a car, especially behind the wheel, like Golden Earring Radar Love. They're not. It's not a great song, but it is about driving. All right. And you're driving. And the whole point about being on the road is you're trying to bring that money back to your to your mama or your papa, you know. You're going out to get the bag to bring it home and take them out to Red Lobster. So Golden Earring's all about doing the damn job so you can get back to your baby. And uh, those baskets of uh, cheesy biscuits. With oh, the ones. yeah, dude. You know, you put your hand on her thigh. You put your tongue in his ear, whatever you got to do. But uh, <laughs> you earn that money the hard way. Yeah. And that's what Golden Earring's all about. It's about pushing that rig as fast as it can go and uh, just getting back to your baby hopped up on Benny's. Maybe you popped an Adderall because you were partying all night the night before. I mean, very rarely does a road – a road trip is not the first day you leave town. It's the next three days. That's right. what being on the road is. It's waking up hungover in Pensacola and having to get to Springfield, Missouri 12 hours later. That's when, that's when Golden Earring is really going to be there for you. 100%, man. Yeah, this song gets really jazzy too, like later on. It does. They, they freak it out, yeah. They freak it all the way out. It's weird. It's like it doesn't start kind of that way. I didn't expect it to go that direction. No. And then they just get real, like like the guy holds the drumstick even, like a like a jazz musician. He is, yeah. He's skiffling in along the snare head. Yeah. And then you didn't listen to the radio edit. The radio edit cuts out all that cool, like kind of Chicago-esque horn shit and just gets down to the bare bones. But yeah, the long version of Radar Love or the live version they did on like Dutch television in the 70s or 80s. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are freaks and they let, they let it show. It's cool, man. I can see that. I can see why you would drive the town car as fast as humanly possible. Yeah, dude. 67 miles per hour in that 84 Lincoln town car. The (laughs) axles are about to explode. Dude, yes. All right. So for my next song, I think I'm going to go kind of modern with this one. This is a band that I've been into for a while called The Menzingers. Okay, cool. Uh, A song called Anna. Just a... they're they're a band that's kind of full of nostalgia and full of like uh, their all the lyrics are kind of missing home or or wish you were here type of lyrics. Yeah. Um. But I, the last few road trips I've been on, especially with my girlfriend, we'll just listen to this album or this is from their latest album called Hello Exile. Um. They have a few other albums, but like Menzingers are just one of those good bands that they're kind of a they're just full of like Americana. Like I said, kind of like uh, you know makes you feel like you're out on the road or makes you feel like you're at some cheap motel and you're and you're and you're and you're, you're doing a trip with your the girlfriend or yeah no i know this song only because there's a uh there's a bartender in denver who happens to be very pretty and i we follow each other on instagram and she her name is anna and she'll post videos of her smoking weed to her favorite punk songs and this song shows up a lot and i'm like oh i better get to the bottom of this next time i see her i can tell her what a great song it is exactly Uh, so yeah this is a good song man i like it kind of folksy it's Mm -hmm. fun yeah they're they're a good band um, mm-hmm. I've been into them, and but yeah, that's the next pick for, for that one. I think that's a very good call, because you're you're coming at it from an angle of uh, being out with a loved one, and I'm thinking about it from being out with a peer. I'm thinking of pining and uh, yearning 
for that loved one. Because that's what defines the road for me now as a monogamous, happily monogamous man. Back yeah. in the day, dude, whew, we're playing country grammar. We're playing Bubba Sparks. We're getting laid. All Back right? in those old Ben Roy days. <laughs> yeah, dude, when I was young Ben. Uh-huh. Just, uh, you know, trying to sweet talk a, a waitress and let me not have to sleep in my car. So, Drink yeah, dude. Free clam uh, chowder from her, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> in Missoula, Montana or something. Oh, man, you're so not wrong, man. Yeah. <laughs> Having her bring out a fucking bag of tater tots. You're, yeah. you're, you're waiting for her to get off work. She gets off at 3 a.m. You're in the backyard smoking cigarettes. Yes, 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 indeed. It's like, it's like half trying to get laid, but then half trying to like preserve your money at that point of the trip. Yeah, it's trying to have a place to stay that doesn't cost you 60 bucks a night or isn't <laughs> yeah. your car. Yeah, dude. Tell them the feature, hey, brother, you're on your own tonight. That's a fun <laughs> move. Yeah. Get all that weed out of your corduroys and, and roll up yourself a little, little roach and <laughs> yeah, put on- sit in the car. Put on one of the uh, the hundreds of shirts I didn't sell and uh, stay warm tonight. <laughs> and read my book while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Okay, well, if we're riding from the Menzingers, let's, uh, let's go to the song that uh, I've almost died the most behind the wheel to. Whoa. This song, uh, I've, I've had three separate occasions where I've almost perished. And uh, we're going Misfits Hybrid Moments. Hell yeah. It's uh, Misfits. I don't know if there's a better band for what they do. Uh, love the Misfits. Always love the Misfits. Will always love the Misfits. And man, whew, when the drums, the opening drums, the toms and hybrid moments, when they come on, I'm doing a 360 in a uh, Camry. All right. I'm almost <laughs> driving off of a culvert somewhere near my dad's house because this song wants to kill me and I would be honored to go by its blade. I love this fucking song. Yeah, dude, not to be gnarly, but if the cops find you flipped over, bloody, uh, nothing better to pull you out of the car. You know, they, they're listening to Misfits is on. It's, you, know, you, you, you died a hero. It is also a hybrid moment. You know, birth and death are the two hybrid moments in your life that define you. And yeah. uh, I think this song is a minute 36, too, and it's just perfect all the way through. Uh, it pulls at my heart heartstrings. It makes me want to go for a cop's gun. It does everything you want a song to do, man. So, yeah. Uh, and also, maybe the feature's getting a little bit sleepy. Maybe they're not talking as much as you want them to. They're on their phone. They're playing Candy Crush. This comes on. You crank it as loud as possible. Grab them by the nape of their neck and shake them around. Bounce their head off the dashboard. Because you got to bully the feature a little bit. You know, they want that. They want to be manhandled. A, you're like, are we on a road trip here or are we at home? What are we doing? Let's yeah, what up. are we doing, man? I'm driving. You need to get off your fucking phone and entertain me. So yeah, yeah, this is good. This is good to remind them where they are and what their damn role is. Exactly. It's pretty much the equivalent in a car of Stone Cold's theme music coming on. Like those toms are the breaking glass. And then I'm just trying to hit everyone with stunners and double birds to God. It's uh, yeah, I fucking love this song so much. Yeah, man. I, I didn't choose this song, but I almost wanted to, I was, I would almost want to follow that up with like uh, Ace of Spades or something by Motorhead, okay. you know, like something like uh Motorhead's too dangerous. They are. You can't have Motorhead in the car. Especially after you almost just died from Misfits. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go from hybrid moments <laughs> into Ace of Spades. You're going to drive through a bank. You're going to drive into a bank, all right? You're about to mow down a bunch of people waiting in line for the new PS5. It's, uh, it's too much, dude. There's a part in my book where he talks yeah. about grabbing the wheel of the taxi cab <laughs> and driving it through people on a pedestrian mall. That's what Ace of Spades will make a man do. You're right. It's too much. 
too much, man. You need to be careful. I gotta go calmer. So you know what? I'm gonna bring it back down. Then I'm gonna make us. I'm gonna make us vibe again. I'm gonna make it. Okay. I'm gonna make a kind of relaxing. Uh, but it's gonna be the spinners. I'm gonna go with the song "I'll Be Around." We get some funk. Okay. Right. I'm liking that. Because it's still it's still upbeat, but it's like it'll keep you awake. But it's mm-hmm. it's relaxing. It's it's nice. It's a really yeah. smooth, good beat. Very smooth. There's some vocal harmonies in that song. Uh, yeah, I'm all for it, man. And also going, it, it makes a lot of sense to go from the Misfits, which just like the Ramones were pretty much doing pop music, played very fast and distorted into the Spinners. I mean, there's a lot of uh, similarities between the two bands one might not really consider. Yeah. So yeah, I like that a lot. Take away the face paint and they're almost the same. Yeah, dude. I don't think that, uh, I don't think the Misfits would ever really want to hang out with the Spinners. <laughs> Due to uh, what do I assume is their underlying racist tendencies? But, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Rockabillies don't hang out with uh, with a uh, duops, you know. No, they don't, dude. And also, they call them duops, and I don't like that. I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that hate speech. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking duops and I hop. That's fun. Okay, I like that. I think that's a good move. Heck yeah. Well, if we're if we're getting into that uh, that vein, I think I'm at this point. You know, I'm kind of missing my Garrett, my girl, and I'm going into uh, "I'd Rather Be with You" from Bootsy. Dude, old Bootsy Collins, man. Perfect. When I heard yeah. your Bootsy pick, that's what made me kind of choose the Spinners. Good call. Uh, so it's good that yeah, because I heard that and I was like, yeah, this is funky. This is nice. Bootsy mm-hmm. Collins is a very interesting character. Oh, he's the <laughs> best. I've seen him more than anyone else live. Have you? Yeah, I've seen Real Big Fish seven times, and I've seen Bootsy <laughs> nine times. That's crazy. I love Bootsy, dude. There's no, I mean, you can take anyone to a Bootsy show, and they're going to have a fun time. 100%. Any age, uh, any, any background, any proclivity, man, every, Bootsy gets everyone's panties wet. He's the best. Yeah, dude. He does costume changes. He plays a, a guitar that's shaped like a star. I mean, he's the man. He's the it's best. A, it's a real show. Yeah, it's a great show, dude. It's exactly what it is. And I found out there was like this huge thing going around the internet that everyone's like, is he related to Snoop Dogg? Is he Snoop Dogg's uncle? There's a lot of people who think that. that. And a lot of people, I was, I was looking down the threads earlier. People were arguing about if he is or is he. And some people think he's Snoop Dogg's uncle. Um, and Snoop Dogg's performed with him and he's talked about him as an inspiration a lot of times. He yeah. said he feels like the, the hip-hop Bootsy, Bootsy Collins. So well, that's, people, all, that's, that's what G-Funk was, right? Was bringing all that Bootsy shit into rap yeah yeah exactly so but the, yeah there's a big thing out there i didn't ever i was unaware of that there's a big mystery of bootsy that some people think bootsy's actually snoop dogg's uncle interesting man i mean that makes sense i mean some of snoop's earliest hits were just parliament songs i mean yeah that's great have they come to a conclusion uh i think people i think the answer is no i think people okay. said no and then someone after that was like, well, it is confirmed that Andre 3000 is his nephew. And I was like, all right, I'm off this thread now. I'm going <laughs> to... A lot of theories. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think Snoop has any ties to the great city of Cincinnati. Uh, so, yeah, okay. I, you know, keep me posted. I'd like to know more. All right, well, man, I might start a new Instagram page uh, it's dedicated to that. So Yeah, be a Bootsy truther. Bootsy truther, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the earth is flat and Bootsy Collins is, in fact, Snoop Dogg's uncle. See, I heard it's hollow and Bootsy lives in the middle of it. Mm. Yeah, he lives right in the middle of the earth. Jeez, with a, star, with a star-shaped guitar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whenever there's a volcanic eruption, it's him hitting that brown note deep in the hollows of the earth. 
Dude, yeah. Making the earth shit its pants. I, I can see that. So that's a theory. It is a theory. Yes. It is a theory. Yeah, I can't deny that it is a theory. Correct. Thank you. Thank you for seeding the it's point. It's actually to me. a theory. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Cool. So after Bootsy, all right, so let's see where I'm going. Um, um, my next song I'm going to throw on here is going to be an artist named Kurt Vile. Love Kurt Vile. Yeah, Kurt Vile is yeah. awesome, man. Um, I've been super I into like. I opened for Kurt Vile once. It was sick. You did? Yeah, in Denver. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, part, uh, doing comedy or just like as you're in your band no no doing comedy oh cool yeah I, I had like a weird agent i had a manager at the time who was like we're gonna get you opening for all the cool kid bands you know so it was like north alabama all north mississippi all-stars and kurt vile were the two bands i opened for neither of them went well but kurt vile was exceedingly nice to me he seems like such a nice dude man he's like the yeah. nicest guy but i'm going with the song never run away Ooh, um, yeah he's he's good he's very like I, i've been really into Something about Australia lately. Like they're putting out just such good artists and such good music. Yeah. And Kerbal is one of them. And uh, it, he has that very, it's like psychedelic country indie folk. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it, but he's very good, good road music. Like when I'm on a drive, some Kurt Vile is, it hits the spot. Dude, Australia is legit, dude. Tropical Fuckstorm. Have you heard them? I haven't. Dude, Amel and the Sniffers, Tropical Fuckstorm. Also, Australia came out really heavy with me and my book. Mm-hmm. The most books I've sold outside the States are in Australia and they have the best slang. They hit me with wild slang all the time. Yeah. Some guy called my book pure Drongo. I don't know what Drongo means, but I really want to put it on the back cover. <laughs> yeah. Just like as another one of the quotes from people like yeah, all the- exactly. <laughs> pure yeah, Drongo. Some Australian, some Australian pure guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. No, yeah, dude, but it's yeah, like, there's like a lot of good punk coming out of some of the best punk right now is out of Australia. hundred percent, dude. They got a lot of like surf punk coming out of there, a lot of folk music, a lot of indie artists. Like it's yeah. it's it's insane. I literally have an entire playlist that's like 131 songs of just Australian artists where I'm like Will you please send me that playlist? I will. Yeah, dude. I'm actually yeah. gonna start I'm actually gonna start a new series on this podcast where I just talk about a specific thing I'm into and I'm just calling it You Should Check Out. And I'm gonna call this one You Should Check Out Australia. Like telling people about certain regions or artists that I think specifically people need to hear. And so yeah. this is, I'll send you this after the podcast, but it's... Uh, Please do, man. I've been doing my research. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think... I don't know. It's either Idols or Tropical Fuckstorm or my favorite band I found out about last year. Dude, Idols is nuts. They're so good. Dude, do you know about Lice UK? No. Idols put out Lice's albums and they opened for him a bunch. Lice hit me up and they were like, hey, dude, uh, we like your book a lot. Do you want to hear our new album before anyone else? And I was like, you guys, I fucking love you guys. Please, please. <laughs> and now I'm friends with them. But uh, I'm, that was a big brag, and I don't care. That no, was unflexing. If you've ever it. heard of the band Lice that has less than 3,000 Instagram followers, I have forced them to be my friend. And uh, yeah, dude, fucking Idols is so good, brother. Yeah, I saw their uh, Tiny Desk concert. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Dude, I feel when I heard them, it's the same way my dad talked about The Clash being the only band that matters. Like, Idols is it. They're the beginning and end of music for me right now. It's wild how effective they are. It's like if someone, yeah, if anyone could manifest or understand punk at its core, uh, like like what it stands for, what it is, like Idols has it tapped in fully. They're political without being preachy. Uh-huh. They're a bunch of ugly dudes. Yes. <laughs> the lead singer, they played some like giant, I, I don't know if it was Bonnaroo or that one in Scotland that everyone talks about, but they, there was this, and they're killing and they're fucking thrashing for like an hour. And then they're playing their big hit 
and the guy's wife comes out and gives him a kiss and he starts crying and the crowd takes over singing all the lyrics for him while he cries and holds his wife oh my god it's everything that's important to me all at once i'm getting i'm getting i'm getting teary-eyed brother i'm getting worked up over here i'm gonna throw some fucking idols on the playlist and why not let's let's do that because if we're in the car talking about it i'm gonna put on you I would turn it on for you, or you would turn it on for me. Yeah. And then we would listen to it, and we wouldn't say a word the entire time. Nope. Listen to their entire discography. Yes, dude. I um, they, they, I listened to their new album today um, yes. for the first time, and that, that first song, War, is just so good. So I'm throwing that song on the playlist. Come uh, on. Yes. War. And, and I want to say something for me. I want to say something about your uh, one of your picks. I, 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 don't, I don't mean to spoil a pick for you or anything, uh, but you, you had a band on here called Lightning Bolt that I, I hadn't heard of until you until you sent me the song whoa and, and i think and then the, the first thing i thought was this is very like idols I, yeah. I wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if idols was in some way inspired by lightning bolt or i think everyone should be inspired by lightning bolt in the i mean i wrote my book just blasting lightning bolt like the whole book i mean lightning bolt's the most important band most important artists in my entire life and like this song that i put on there Husker don'ts uh this is like probably their most uh it's their most agreeable song their poppiest tune easiest to expose someone to but man their first couple albums whoo it's pure evil it's so good they're a drum and bass band from providence rhode island john dwyer you know of the ocs and coach whips grew up admiring them and opening for them lightning bolt is the shit dude i'm putting on some lightning bolt after idols because that's what happened you said hey that's the connection that's it right there that's it. We're in the car. We're talking about music. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but I, thanks for that because Lightning Bolt is really good, and I'm gonna dive into them more. I've only heard this song, so dude, listen to uh, listen to Assassins, <coughs> and listen to Thirteen Monsters. Those are the okay. next two songs for you. Okay, I've been yeah, them. Assassins Thirteen. Ooh, yeah, yeah, dude. But uh, yeah, I was on a Idols kick today because I was listening to their new album. But uh, I'm gonna check out this uh, Lightning Bolt more. All right, man. I, I won't take that away as your next pick. So go ahead and pick another song. Well, let's see. Well, I think we are going to put Lightning Bolt right there, but we won't yeah. count that. So I think we've had a couple of heavy bangers right there. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to roll into uh, we're going to roll into Roxy Music, Mother of Pearl. Mm, okay. Which was ex- I was first exposed to. It's one of the last songs played during uh, SLC Punk, which is how I found out about it. And then, like, I told my dad about it, and he was like, dude, I used to play Roxy music all the time when you were a kid, you little idiot. <laughs> yeah, Mother of Pearl will make me weep. All, most of these songs really hit me in the heart, and I'm, like, a very sincere – I'm okay with crying. I like to be moved to tears by music and art and shit. So, yeah, yeah, Mother of Pearl, dude. This is one of those ones after we had those two heavy songs, the weed's wearing off, we're getting hungry, we're getting kind of lonely. The sun's hit that weird part in the sky where it's not dark, but it's not bright has that like sunset kind of doldrums kicking in this song will make it all better dude it'll put us in a good place all right it starts off it starts off very kind of you know it's funky it's rocking and then it finishes with this like heavy piano ballad and god damn it gets me it's a good one yeah i was listening to all your music earlier yeah this is a i'm listening to it right now actually yeah this is a good one yeah it really hurt It, 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 it hits me in a spot man and uh you know i played it for my wife and she dug it and god damn i know what you mean too it's at that point in the trip where like you're kind of adjusting a little bit like you're kind of getting a little restless getting yeah. a little hungry again mm-hmm. roxy music is going to carry you the next uh 56 to 75 miles yeah dude and you've got like uh 
I don't know. You probably have. I, I think at this point, how many more songs do we do? Uh, yeah, I don't even know. I, I see. <laughs> you should keep more track of this. This has just been real loose and fun. Um, we this is like the fourteenth song on the playlist. We 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 we've thrown a few freebies out there. We've thrown a few. Uh, I think that you have specifically chosen one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times. So that was like the seventh. Sixth or seventh pick for you, but uh, okay, because yeah, that makes sense because we're probably a half hour from the from the gig right now. Right, exactly. Mother of Pearl's on, and then after Mother of Pearl plays, we can kind of be like, big big breath, maybe light up a cigarette, mm-hmm. and uh, no, I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't kill it right now. I wouldn't turn the music off, but I would be like, hey man, do you right. want to talk like that kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, how's life? How's life growing up? Yeah, so I'll 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 choose one last song then, just to kind of like you said, coast to the venue. Okay. Um, uh, something that I've been uh, listening to as of the last couple of days is just maybe I'll throw on a new song that I've just been checking out uh, from Action Bronson. He got a new album out called uh, Only for Dolphins. Okay. And uh, the song is called Sergio. And it's, it's a very good, uh, just kind of like a, yeah, it's a good vibe. It's a good, you can make it background noise. Action Bronson's fun to listen to. Um, this song samples a song called uh, Go Away by an artist named Jackie Wilson. Oh wow! For the beat, but it's so it's yeah. a very like it's kind of an old sounding song, but it's just okay. it's actually Bronson rapping over it, and um, but yeah, this I think it's a good song to like to kind of wrap it up or kind of to to put right there where it's like Roxy played. You, you need something else to kind of just be background noise while you guys chit chat or get ready for your gig. I can get behind that. I also am a, I'm a, I hugely admire Action Bronson. I mean, his music is is uh, is fun and cool, but man, I love his television shows. And do you watch his show? The fuck that's delicious or yes. yes. Is there a funnier individual alive than Big Body Bess? Dude, no. He's fucking fantastic. There's no comedian who is better than Big Body Bess, dude. I was just saying that. I, I was watching I just literally started watching um the when they watched the Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Dude, that shit had me like I was crying the other day and I was like, This is so fucking funny. But, like I think specifically if anyone needs to watch like season two, episode six. They get this like archaeologist guy in there. Yeah. And he's so socially awkward. And like these guys are just smoking weed and street talking. And yeah. they're just like, whoever edits the show is a genius. And it's just like yes. it, this guy is being so awkward and everyone's just clearly uncomfortable. But like it'll get quiet and then Big Body Bez will just pick up a video camera and just like zoom in on like maybe like the sound guy or something and just be like, look at this creepy motherfucker over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no one probably- talks shit in a more agreeable way. There's a there's an interview of, of Body and uh, Tax Stone. Do you ever watch Tax Stone? No. Okay, so Tax Stone had like an insane podcast. Uh, he's in prison right now for like a gun charge, I think. But yeah. look that up, listener. Put look up Tax Stone. Uh, Big Body Best. They're talking in the Chicken Shack somewhere in East New York. It's one of the funniest things ever. No one talks better than Big Body Best. I'm a huge fan. I just share whatever posts he makes on Instagram. <laughs> He has like seven posts on his timeline on Instagram. I share every one of them. He's so important <laughs> to me. He's so good. And I don't man. think that we would get along. I don't think that he would want to hear from me. No. I don't think I could keep up with him, but God damn, I admire his, his vocality. He is, yeah. No, yeah, he like zoomed in. He like zoomed in on one guy and he was like on his phone texting. He's like, yeah. look at this creepy motherfucker probably watching Yugoslavia and crime porn. <laughs> of course. Like, and yeah. the guy <laughs> probably texting his wife. Yeah, I mean, he has that like, you know, had to had to learn how to talk quick. It, you know, he was, he was an incarcerated individual growing up. And, uh, you know, he had to learn to put out some fires, not with just with his big fist, but also with his mouth. 
I think he only eats halal food, which rules. That is awesome. I'm very jealous of like uh, Albanian, Serbian guys, you know, guys who are like secretly on the Muslim tip, but they look white as hell. Yeah. I really admire that lifestyle. They'll say things like alhamdulillah and they'll say things like 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 malasalekum and then but yeah. then you're like yeah, aren't you <laughs> yeah. aren't you a Jewish guy from New York exactly dude I love best well here here's what we're gonna do then yeah I think that's a great way to end it and then this last I want to add one more song yeah and this is the song for when you're in the hotel room later by yourself I mean if you're like me you're probably sharing the hotel room with the feature because you're trying to save forty bucks but. This is the first time you're alone after the show. You're coming down from the endorphins. Everyone thought you were the best. And now you're just a man alone in a red roof inn in Shreveport, Louisiana. This is the song, man. Drive-by Trucker's Outfit. It's all about, uh, it's a father explaining to his son, you know, who moves away to the big city. But he needs to not forget where he came from. Don't forget your family. Don't forget who you are, boy. And that song, dude, you know, call home on your sister's birthday. This song pretty much defined uh, me for a long time because I am from the country and for a long time I wanted to put on airs like I was a smart person and I was a cultured person. But at the end of the day, I'm just Dave and Betsy's son, you know, Sophie's <laughs> brother, Emily's husband. And I love this song, dude. I'm sorry I keep reiterating that I love this song or it moves no, no. me. But these are all songs that really, really, uh, really affect me in some pretty heavy brain chemical ways, you know. 100% man I love it I love like just uh, the passion I love so the whole idea of this podcast I just wanted to get to know what people are into and what people are, are loving musically yeah so you know that's it's good that you that you feel that way about it and again these aren't songs that I would even play you know once a month but right. we're, we're thinking about times in the car like this is what's up right here yeah you're gonna make someone else nod their head in the car it's always a good feeling when you put something on and someone else is like kind of vibe into it it makes you feel good yeah, I remember one time I was pulling into Muscle Shoals, Alabama, and I was with my buddy Byron Graham, and we'd been on the road for three weeks, and I put on Drive-By Trucker's outfit, and he just quietly started crying next to me, and he was like, I'm very sorry, and I was like, you never apologize for being yourself, man. And I pulled over the car, and we hugged, and I was like, Damn. and now we're lifelong friends, you know? That's amazing, man. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, can I get another lobster roll? I didn't want to ask. Like, look, man, you're, you're way over your budget for the day. All right, like, that one lobster <laughs> roll, that was already pushing it. Uh, I will allow you to have one of my, my half a rack of ribs. You can have the end piece, but other than that, we're done here. I thought the hug, man. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, know my, I'll, know my, I'll know my place again. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, man, there, there it is then. There's our playlist, everyone. Uh, Songs for the Road with Sam Talent. It's a, it's a fantastic playlist. Uh, if you guys are driving somewhere, if you guys are taking a trip somewhere, uh, throw this thing on and think about me and Sam. And uh, I think this is going to be a fantastic playlist. I can't wait to listen to the whole thing myself straight through. Um, everyone, uh, so tell everyone where, where they can find you, Sam. Tell everyone uh, what to look out for. At Sam Talent on Twitter, S-A-M-T-A-L-L-E-N-T. Or excuse me, not on Twitter, Instagram. I don't really like Twitter. Twitter is kind of uh, a cesspool. But yeah, Instagram's fun. You can look at pictures of dogs and girls with questionable curves um yeah so get on the instagram give me a follow and then you can buy my award-winning novel at samtalent.com 25 bucks gets you a signed a signed book and a uh, a glossy print of the cover a six by nine and listen to chubby behemoth man support ruben if someone calls you and hits you up to do a podcast with someone you don't know say yes because you can learn a lot about a, another individual and you can listen to some 
cool music and learn about some cool music. And uh, yeah, dude, I appreciate you having me. Sorry, I boned it on Monday. No way, man. I appreciate you being on. And uh, yeah, buy the book from me. Uh, it's really good. You can read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is fantastic, man. And um, everyone should grab a copy of that. Like again, on samtalent.com. With yeah, look L's. for the audiobook coming soon from uh, from uh, an outlet that's not me. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> on the horizon. Yeah, dude. All right. And everybody listen to this playlist. So let us know what you think. Let us know what you would drive to. Let us know what songs you would, you would want to enjoy or what songs of these that you like. Yeah. If and, you want to uh, talk about music, you hit me up on Instagram and let's talk about this episode. Cause I'm down. Heck yeah. I mean, has- you have my email, Ruben, but I'm talking about listeners. If y'all want to tell me what I messed up on or what I'm missing out on, please let me know. Exactly. And listen to that AZ and Nas. You might become a fan, you know? Oh dude, I will for sure. I will yeah. glad I'm going to listen to this. I have a, have to do a two and a half hour drive on Saturday. So I'm going to crank this shit. Perfect. This song ended up being 16 hours. I mean, this, this playlist. Wow. Oh, I'm wrong. One hour, 12 minutes, 16 songs. I say 16 hours. What? As I was saying that, it didn't sound right. <laughs> yeah. You drink some codeine cough? What are you talking about? Are you yeah. chopping and screwing this thing? <laughs> <laughs> you got a two hour drive. Here's a 16 hour playlist for you. <laughs> yeah. Just listen to Scarface My Block the whole way and you'll be fine. Exactly. On repeat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Sam. Thanks for the thanks again, man. Yeah, dude. Thank you, Ruben. All right.